You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind every big hit. He will score! And the Twins win it! And every key strikeout. Swing and a miss, he got it. There are a lot of important decisions being made on the diamond and throughout the organization. And now, here's your inside look at your team on Inside Twins. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the last Inside Twins of the 2015 season as the Twins wrap up the regular season here today. One more game against the Kansas City Royals on a gorgeous Sunday here at Target Field. I'm Corey Provis. Welcome to Inside Twins. We welcome your questions today. You can reach us in two ways. By email, InsideTwins at TwinsBaseball.com or on Twitter, hashtag InsideTwins. This uh, program takes you up until the bottom of the hour, 1.30. Chris has the pregame show, then a 2.10 Central Time start. It'll be Ricky Nolasco today starting for the Twins. Nolasco probably about 50 pitches will be his number today. It'll be the second appearance for Nolasco since coming back from the ankle surgery and Ricky's first start. Since late May, 5-1 and one ERA under 6. Johnny Cueto will oppose for the Royals. Cueto has been better of late than he was earlier in his Royals tenure. So Cueto today for Kansas City in a game that the Royals, if they win, they would secure home field throughout the playoffs. That's because the Blue Jays did lose yesterday, and the Royals have won by one game, a better record than Toronto for that top seed in the American League standing. So Delasco today for the Twins and Johnny Cueto for the Royals. The Twins' playoff hopes officially ended yesterday with their loss uh, to the Royals. So with that, the Twins have an interesting lineup today. They're going to throw on a lot of the young guys today in the season finale. Byron Buxton batting first and center. Shane Robinson in left field hitting second. Max Kepler will make his first start. He is going to be in right field batting third. Sano in the cleanup spot. DHing Kenny Vargas at first base. Eduardo Nunez will start at third base and bat sixth. Eduardo Escobar at second base, hitting seventh. Eric Fryer doing the catching. And Danny Santana will be at short here for game three. As for the Royals, their A lineup is out there today. As we said, a game that if they win, home field is theirs throughout the playoffs. Elcides Escobar leading off. Ben Zobers hitting second. Eric Hosmer hitting third. Kendris Morales batting cleanup, DHing. Mike Moustakis at third base. Salvador Perez doing the catching. Alex Gordon in left field. Alex Rios in right. And Gerard Dyson is in center and batting ninth. We're going to try to track down Terry Ryan here momentarily. So we'll take our first break. And Inside Twins come back. If you have a question for me uh, before Terry comes in, be sure to shoot those out. Uh, hashtag Inside Twins or via email Inside Twins at TwinsBaseball.com. We'll continue live from Target Field next on your home for Twins Baseball. MLB postseason. Get ready for a new chapter in your October diary. 162 game haul, and it's time to leave it all out in the field. But postseason baseball is not just what goes down on a diamond. Postseason baseball is an entire city covered in their team colors. Postseason baseball is watching it go to extras. Postseason baseball is knowing that the commissioner's trophy is somewhere waiting. This is postseason baseball. 
The postseason begins October 6th. Go to MLB.com slash postseason for a full schedule. Hey, Twins fans. When the Twins win, you win at Papa John's. Whether it's a ninth inning save or a walk-off single, fans score big with Papa John's. Log on to PapaJohns.com and use promo code TWINSWIN the day after any Twins victory to get 50% off any regular menu price, large or extra large pizzas. That's 50% off Papa John's pizza the day after Twins win. Now that's hitting it out of the ballpark. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. There may be times when buying any old insurance will do. But when you have people depending on you, when you have something that you simply cannot afford to lose, when you actually have to take them up on that promise to make everything right again, well, there's a kind of insurance you buy for that, too. West Bend. Because the worst brings out our best. Ask your independent insurance agent about getting a West Bend policy for the things you can't afford to lose. Don't let a sports injury keep you from achieving your goals. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center's leading orthopedic surgeons treat athletes of all ages and abilities, including professional athletes from around the world, using minimally invasive techniques that reduce pain and speed recovery. It's sports medicine designed by Mayo Clinic experts. Make your appointment today at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game. This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Welcome back to Inside Twins as we continue from Target Field just outside the Thompson's Reuters, uh, the uh, Thompson Reuters Champions Club. Twins and the Royals game three coming up at about 210 Central Time. This program up until the bottom of the hour, Chris's pregame show uh, coming up at 1.30. We're trying to track down Terry Ryan, so uh, we do have some questions I'm seeing on Twitter, and I will do my best to answer those. This one from Ken uh, is asking about Trevor May with uh, with his work in the bullpen, the rotation. What what does this mean for May moving forward? And Well, Ken, all I can tell you, and that question's come up a lot on recent shows, whether it be with Terry or even Rob Anthony, that you know, the, the Trevor May, they still view him as a starter. And, yes, you can't ignore what he's done in the bullpen, throwing hard, bringing some velocity at the back end of the bullpen. That has not gone unnoticed. But for a guy that has, you know, three or four good pitches to work with, I, I still think that Trevor May right now is, is going to be a starter. Now, that is subject to change based on how personnel moves and additions that are made and subtractions as well that we kind of will have to wait and see how they play out throughout the winter. But I, I still think that Trevor May, at least right now, is still going to go into camp as a starting pitcher. Uh, that That is subject to change, but that's just my take on that. Uh, another question on Twitter. This one uh, comes from Skolny, and Skolny is asking about Miguel Sano. How does Sano's lack of playing time at third base affect any decisions on, on a potential Trevor Plouffe move this winter? Plouffe is arbitration eligible for another year. Trevor May can just shy of $5 million this season, so... His salary is going to go up, and, and Trevor's had a fine, fine year. Uh, as for Miguel Sano, it's hard to, I think, have a guy 22 years old, to be honest. And, again, this is my opinion, just just be a DH. So I, I think that that's going to be a great storyline worth following next season. If you're going to just trade away Trevor Plouffe and, and have Sano in there at third base, you know, can Sano do it year-round? Can he do what Trevor did? We saw glimpses of the glove. He didn't have a ton of playing time at third base. The bat, obviously, is exciting with Sano. We saw glimpses of that as well. Uh, but uh, it is asking a lot to replace a guy who's who's been out there every day playing third base. Can, can Sano do that? 
We'll have to wait and see and find that out. But hard to just imagine a guy 22 years old just being a DH. So, so I think that is a good question and certainly a, a top storyline that is uh, going to be discussed at great length as the offseason moves along. Let's see. We have a few more questions here on Twitter. Nolan from Minnetonka is wondering, uh, is asking me, has there been a, a highlight for me this season? Well, Nolan, good question. I would say uh, the one to me that stands out was, was the July 10th game. That was here against the Tigers. And, uh, you know, the Twins were above 500 at the time. The Tigers were above 500 at the time. This was before the All-Star break, the four-game series. And the Twins lost the day before. David Price had that great outing. And then Justin Verlander was really good the next day. Irvin Santana got hit hard by the Tigers in that Friday game. And then the Twins with a miraculous rally. And I was thinking about that rally a lot today based on what the Angels and the Rangers had happened yesterday and the Angels had a, a comparably, a really remarkable rally. They did that on the road. And considering where they're at in the season, how much was on the line, that was a huge, huge win for the Rangers yesterday. I should say for the Angels yesterday in Texas. So when I read about that today, it did bring me back to that July 10th incredible ninth-inning rally. Uh, Brian Dozier at the walk-off homer. It was his second walk-off homer in that in that week. Hit a walk-off shot against the Orioles early on that homestand. But the Twins won that game eight to six, and that that to me was a was a special special game. And to me, that 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 to me is the best one of the year. There have been some other good ones. I thought the Twins had a good one in Houston uh, back in early September uh, after what happened the day before, and they they kind of needed a game. They got it the next day, three two. Uh, Buxton made that good catch in center to seal it at the end. Uh, that to me was a great win, but. Hard to beat that July that July tenth game. That that to me is is one that's going to stay with me. Not just when you reflect on this season, but also I think when I reflect back on you know some some of my great times with the Twins. That to me will not be forgotten. That was uh, that was really cool. And and I think we all should be proud of this Twins team, folks. It did not end the way we wanted it to, but they came home playing relevant baseball. And that's the message here. That when this whole thing began, and considering the start this team had, probably played. Their worst baseball of the season, the first week of the season, they were 1-6. and six. Uh, The defense wasn't sharp. The pitching struggled. There was no offense to speak of that first week. But then they gave us a great ride as the season went along when the expectations outside of the guys and the coaches in that clubhouse, you know, not too far from where I'm broadcasting from right now, nobody in the world thought the Twins would be a relevant team this late into the season, early October and to win 83 games and maybe 84 today, I think we should be awfully proud of this team and hopefully just the start of what we hope will be some very compelling baseball in the seasons and the summers ahead. We'll take a break, come back, send more of your questions next, Inside Twins at TwinsBaseball.com or on Twitter, hashtag Inside Twins. We'll have more from Target Field next on your home for Twins Baseball. look down at your phone you did it again didn't you you know you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds at 55 miles per hour that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage turn it off trust me whatever it is you'll live learn more at stoptextstoprex.org 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Minnesota Twins and Fox Sports North present Military Monday. Active military and veterans plus four guests can get half-price home plate view seats with their military ID. For more information, go to twinsbaseball.com. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Going to see the Twins after work? Bring your coworkers down to Target Field from 5.30 to 6.30 for Thirsty Thursday Nights. Enjoy discounted happy hour prices, including $2 draft beers and rail drinks, along with great appetizer specials. Quench your thirst on Thirsty Thursday Nights at Target Field. It's uh, Twins Continues. Welcome back. And Terry Wright is here. We thank him for stopping by as we kind of Break down the 2015 season, Terry. Great to see you. And Paul kind of hinted after the game yesterday that the emotion was was pretty raw inside that clubhouse. First, as a fan, you don't get a chance to be a fan too often. Did you feel it yesterday, though, the emotion as a fan first? Yeah, I did. I, it was a very disappointing end to the, to, uh, the competition that we were involved in. It would have been nice to come in today and be in this thing with the Angels and the Astros. We're not. We took it up to the last weekend, which is very gratifying, but uh, came up short. And, of course, we ran into a Kansas City team that has a lot to play for this last three games as well, and they took it to us pretty well. And on this show last week, I asked you what was going to be key for the Twins to stay relevant, to stay competitive, and you pointed to the starting pitching. And at least in this series, it hasn't been the starting pitching because Santana was solid on Friday. Tommy Malone gave you a great chance yesterday. Yeah, both of those guys did their job and allowed us to stay in those games. We made a couple gaffes yesterday defensively, which we have not done recently. And for the most part, we have not hit here uh, the last couple weeks with any regularity. We're striking out more than we should, stuff like that, Corey, that ultimately we're going to have to adjust and, and correct. We've got to get back on the path here offensively that we can grind out at bats and if we are given a walk, we should take it, things of that nature. We've got some power. Uh, we've got some guys that have historically hit, and I think, you know, you look at the uh, overall roster here, and we had guys that did the job. I don't know if we've had too many guys that did above and beyond anything that you were hoping for as far as career years, but uh, you could say that maybe about Rosario because he hasn't had much of a, a lengthy stay up here, and maybe even Sano, although Sano's got some strikeouts in his resume here that we need to adjust we have some questions here terry that came on twitter that that i did my best to answer but you are certainly more suited to answer these regarding miguel sano the placket the uh, the lack of playing time at third base and trevor plus future as well but for sano being 22 years old do you want to 
I guess, have a guy dead set being a DH more times than not, despite being just 22 years old? Is that ideal? I'd say it'd be ideal if he didn't have the capability of playing defense. He does. You know, and you can put him in a few spots on this diamond, and he'd do fine. So I don't see us having uh, the long-term range plans here as he being a DH. We have plans for him to at least take the field. Now, whether it's third or not, that's another question because Plouffe did a nice job. And you look at uh, his body of work, Plouffe's, and he's he's done plenty to to certainly come back in the position as a third baseman. So we have to decide on Sano's future. And ultimately, he's athletic enough to play a lot of spots, which where, is good. Where are some of those other spots that you could see Sano playing? Well, you can send him out in the outfield. You can send him over at first. You know, ideally, third base is his position. And we'll have to decide on a lot of things with this roster as we go into the winter. But he can run and he can throw and he's got agility and he's got range. So you can do a lot of things with Sano. Now it's just a matter we got to make sure he stays healthy. He's played a long time here with that nagging groin injury or hamstring or whatever I think it was hamstring. We've got to make sure that this guy can stay on the diamond. You just can't afford to have him iffy on on the occasions that he was this year. Another question that came up on Twitter, this one from Ken, and this is a subject that we have touched on both with you and also Rob Anthony in the past. Trevor May, what you have seen out of the bullpen, does that change anything long term? Is he still a starting pitcher in your mind? Well, he's got the pitches to be a starter. He's got the body to be a starter, and he did a wonderful job in that role in the seventh or eighth inning. So we got flexibility there, and I'll have to end up talking to Paul and to Neil Allen and Eddie Guardado about exactly his long-term future. Now, our starting rotation is the most important piece to this going forward because the starters set the tone. You're looking for guys with 200 inning capabilities. May has that as well. So there's a good thing here. We've got flexibility on going either direction because he showed that he could do both. Where has Tyler Duffy put himself on the depth chart, starting pitching, entering 2016? I think he's put himself in a good spot. Now it's just a matter of him backing it up. And we don't want to get too comfortable with what we've seen over a half a season. We saw a little bit of that last year with Vargas and Santana. It didn't work. So we've got to make sure that he is prepared to come in here and, and earn the rotation spot, not just hand things out. I don't think it's fair to say bad habits led to maybe the, the two-year blues for some of those guys, but are there certain trends you notice from maybe it was Danny, maybe it was Kenny, that you hope that Rosario and, and other guys like Duffy don't follow suit or they just kind of take it on its own and see what happens next year? Well, we don't want that to happen again. That's just one of those things. And I, I for one, and I know a lot of people in this organization have not given up on Vargas or Santana by any stretch. But we just can't afford to have it happen with guys with the type of ceiling they have. And Duffy and Rosario and Sano and, and maybe even Trevor May, all guys that really don't have much of a length of service here. we got to get to them and make sure they do the preparation, come into spring training with the ability to make the club. We're not going to just hand out positions. The evaluation period is always ongoing, but were things pushed back a bit more because the team was playing relevant baseball this late into the season? No, I don't think so. You you go, you know, wherever you're at in whatever situation you're at. And, and this last weekend for me has been very good. I've been able to look at guys to make sure that we're not getting uh, jaded by September baseball where we're not. These are meaningful games. And you watch Sano and you watch Rosario. Rosario really hasn't had too many cracks the entire time he's been here. Sano, things are starting to change and pitchers are adjusting to him and 
his reputation has preceded himself with many of these guys and you know the strikeouts are something that we need to address with Miguel because those are too many but uh, Vargas, Santana, those types of guys, they had pretty good goes of it last year. And it wasn't just in September. It was in July and, and August as well. So they, they earned what they got last year. Unfortunately, they didn't bring it back this year. This game can be quite humbling. And uh, for a guy like Buxton, all the tools he has, I'm sure he has not endured something like this for this length of time, regardless of the sport. Uh, however long he's been competing, probably since he was a kid, and he is so young still, but will this motivate Buxton moving forward? He said in the past that he's not going to play fall ball or winter ball, that he's going to go try to get stronger. Yeah, that would be the case with him. And I, I saw some positive signs out of him the last couple okay. you know, weeks, I would say. Not, he didn't play much, but I think he has gained some experience and some respect for what goes on up here now. And I think he is going to be okay. You know, he didn't do a whole lot for us, but uh, it's evident that he can go get a ball and he can really throw. And We need to make sure that he knows how to slide. We need to make sure that uh, he has the cutoff men in mind when he throws a baseball, those types of things. But I think everybody realizes overall the bat's going to make or break Buxton. There's no question. But this guy's got deceitful strength i mean he can hit a ball a long way he doesn't look like it but he doesn't he's got strength in there i think he's going to be a good player and he's going to be a good player pretty soon and buxton is in the lineup today twins have a lot of the young guys out there as they wrap up this series and this season with the royals we'll take our last break come back we'll get into tory hunter next as we conclude inside twins on your home for twins baseball Super America is proud to sponsor our Minnesota Twins. Remember that with your ticket stub, you receive one set off per gallon for every hit they record in that game. A deal that lasts all season, so stop into any participating Super America with Super Fuels and save big. Super deals, super savings, Super America. If you run a small business, you know. The most valuable things are also the hardest to get. But the knowledge and experience of an independent insurance agent can help you determine the best coverage to protect those things that you can't afford to lose. And if your business is covered by a West Bend insurance policy, one bad break does not have to be the end. Because the worst brings out our best. West Bend. Visit thesilverlining.com. The MLB postseason. Get ready for a new chapter in your October diary. 162-game haul, and it's time to leave it all out in the field. But postseason baseball is not just what goes down on a diamond. Postseason baseball is an entire city covered in their team colors. Postseason baseball is watching it go to extras. Postseason baseball is knowing that the commissioner's trophy is somewhere waiting. This is postseason baseball. The postseason begins October 6th. Go to MLB.com slash postseason for a full schedule. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Inside Twins wraps up. Just a couple minutes left here with Terry Ryan. And, and Terry, it was uh, the, the Tory Hunter uh, emotion throughout the weekend. You can't ignore it. And Tory said to the media yesterday that he's not sure that this may be it. This may be his last game as a as a big leaguer. What do you think? What's your, what's your gut say right now? Well, I'm not sure what he's going to decide. But uh, he's given us everything we were hoping that he'd provide for this organization, not only in the clubhouse and in the dugout, but on the field. He's done everything I think we've all asked. Now it's just a matter of what he decides, Corey. I'll wait for him to to, uh, get to me and tell me what he's thinking and and what his thoughts are and what 
whether or not he comes back, how much is he going to play, stuff like that that's important to he and his family. I know his wife's here and his son flew up, and that's a decision that he's going to have to come to grips with and what he wants to do, and then I'm going to have a session with him, and we'll decide exactly how we proceed. Because of your relationship the two of you guys have together, do you see this being resolved quickly, or could this linger for a while into the off season, I would hope that it'd be resolved quickly because we all would have decisions to make. If he decides to retire, that would affect us. If he decides to come back, that would affect us. And it's all roster oriented. We have to do things here. If he if he doesn't come back, then we'll have to make adjustments. So, I would hope, and I think that he probably has a pretty good idea about that. He's been thinking about it, I guess, for maybe a year or so. He came back. Everything worked out great, and now we're at a point where he has to make another decision. Aaron Hicks took a step forward this year, didn't he? And how much of that should Aaron be credited for, but how much of that should go to the guy that he was probably you know, around all the time in Torrey Hunter? Yeah, let's give Aaron credit first because he has to do it, but Torrey was a huge piece to, I think, him taking a next step. Now, he's got a ways to go. There's still work to be done and uh, consistency and stuff like you know the the other day. that you know He, he put some swings on the ball, and... It's impressive, and all of a sudden you say, oh, here we go. But there's consistency issues with almost every young player. But I I liked a lot of the things that happened with him this year. He finally looked like he belonged. I have a question here. Uh, Terry from Twitter, this one, Shelley. Some tough 40-man decisions coming up regarding the roster. What minor leaguers, if you can't announce that, need to be added this winter? Yeah, there are guys out there that will be added. Now, I'm not going to announce it because sometimes you change your mind when you get to these organizational meetings. But the number one guy people are wondering about, Berrios, he's not even eligible. So forget him worrying about the roster. But there are a couple guys at AAA and a couple guys down below that are on the fence. And that, that's what we do. And starting Wednesday, I'll be down in Florida doing that again. Well, there's not much rest here, but I'll be down there. We'll put that roster together for the guys that need to go on. We have about a half a dozen guys that are right there. Is that the same number as it's been in the past, or is this one unique? This one is about average. Now, last year we didn't have many guys go on, and that was unusual for us. But usually it's about a half a dozen guys that you're seriously considering, and that's what these meetings are all about. I don't have all the answers right now, not that I'm dodging this question, but uh, there are guys there that I am worried about and if you put them on great if you don't you're worried about losing them we lost Gil Martin last year Mm -hmm. and he did a nice job for the Mets and you know that's one of the things that I don't particularly want to have happen we can't afford to lose players that go out and do a decent job for another organization quickly what's number one in your offseason shopping list well I'm going to instructional league see that but uh, I think we're going to have to look at that bullpen seriously you know we've got some issues and we'll have to fortify that thing but there's a lot of issues Hey, thank you for a great year. Had a blast. Always enjoy doing the show with you and Rob and all the guys. Uh, appreciate your candid answers every Sunday. Always great visiting Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Corey. This has been a good year, but not good enough. We'll not see if enough. we can improve the Certainly a step forward. All right, Terry Ryan joining us here inside Twins. We thank him. We thank you. Baseball coming up. Twins and the Royals one last time. Chris's pregame show next. Nalasco Cueto Game 3 on your home for Twins Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.